Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host, Cody Laughlin. I just got done with a full-length episode with Dave Mason. It was really fun to talk about. He's written a book called The Cash Machine, and it's it's teaching personal finance uh, through a novel. He also wrote another book called The Size of Your Dreams on writing goals and the same kind of format and just really trying to connect the ideas with the emotions. And it was a really great conversation. So if you haven't listened to that yet, please make sure you definitely go back and check that out. But this is the high impact series. This is where we're going to ask the one question. And from this, we want you to be able to have a takeaway. Don't give yourself an excuse of you're lost in the weeds and where to go. You've got one subject to talk about, one action to take, take your headphones out, take your earbuds out and go take action because imperfect action will always be perfect in action. And so this is the opportunity. This will do two things for you and your household, your family and your kids. This is going to change their financial trajectory uh, because if they pick up any of these concepts, they're going to have a massive amount of time, which they're rich with right now. And it's going to have a huge difference in the way they see the world and the way that they uh, live their lives. But the second thing is, it's going to open up that relationship between you and your kids. And ultimately, as a parent, that's what we want. We want to be able to have these conversations with our kids. So go have a money talk with them uh, after this episode. With that said, Dave, are you ready? I'm absolutely ready. Cool, man. Well, here's the big question. What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life? To me, it is so vitally important that we look at money and relationships and how the two of them come together. You know, these are two of the most important things in life, and neither one of them is taught in school at all. You know, I look back at all the things, like I don't remember a word from calculus, but that was seemed to be very important for them to be teaching. But basic money was not there. And as we were talking about in the full-length interview, money is just such a huge cause of strife in relationships. It's one of the top causes of divorce. It's one of the top causes of marital fights. And it absolutely was in my marriage because my wife and I, we had so little financial education and we had so little comfort talking about money. So we never went and learned together. We never figured out our money goals together. We never created a vision together. So you asked that question about, okay, you're talking to parents about how to talk to money, about money to their kids. I want to even take a step back and say, are both parents really well-educated and on the same page about money? Because to me, there's really not one single perspective on money that all families, that all people need to have. There are many different paths about money. But if a husband and wife are not there, if one has one view of money and one has a diametrically opposed view, that's going to be a disaster. Most marriages that I see split up around money are not splitting up because of a lack of money. They're splitting up because two people have different perspectives. And most often, just like my wife and I, when we started out, the perspectives aren't even well-educated. You know, my wife and I wanted to intelligently talk about money, but we both had such poor financial educations that we didn't even have the vocabulary. We didn't even know the concepts. We didn't even know the optional strategies that we could have looked at. And so we largely did nothing. We didn't know how to handle our money. So I always recommend couples get an education and get it together so that you can be discussing these concepts. If you read a book together, our book, The Cash Machine, is actually written as a love story in order to open up conversation between 
people in a romantic relationship so that they can get on the same page. But reading any book, reading Rich Dad, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and reading something together and discussing it together, figure out what your money goals are together. Because first, the parents need to be on the same page about money. And then it becomes really easy to say that, okay, this is our family trajectory. Let's bring our kids into the conversation. Let's involve them. I know our son has a crazy sick money education for a 16-year-old at this point. And it's because my wife and I went on this path. We decided we needed to learn about money together. And that led us to write a book about money together. And it led us to be constantly learning together. And we've pulled our son into that discussion. And everything that we've gone through, all of the experiences we've done, he's done. The books that we've read, he's read. And it's really became a financial, a whole journey that we've undertaken together. But it started with the two of us saying, okay, this money stress we've had, it needs to end. The knocking heads over money, it needs to end. And it needs to end through educating ourselves about a better way. Because right now we're just two people groping around in the dark, trying to make the best decisions we can. And we're making a lot of really dumb decisions on both sides. But if we together learn what we're doing, we together get an education and we together choose a path we can go on, then we'll really be united towards a single vision. And then pulling our son into it and making that vision that my wife and I had into a shared family vision, that part was easy. Man, that's, uh, it's like building a house. That foundation of what you're talking about will build a really strong house as opposed to building on sand and you're you're putting up a frame house she's putting up a block house <laughs> you know son's in the yard he doesn't have any care about the house and it's like you go if you go back to that beginning and what you're talking about is like you you both are learning and discussing i think it takes the power struggle out of the relationship too because if only one person's listening, and so I'll do a shameless plug, but if you're the only one listening to money talkers, and you're not sharing it with your spouse, you should be <laughs> so that you guys can talk about the same discussions uh, and have the same footings. But I, I, I think that that's a very powerful lesson that going on the journey together um, is much like marriage is in the first place. And it may be one of the reasons that money is such a divisive subject in marriages and in homes because we that's one journey that we don't go on together a lot of times it's usually well you're the one that's good with money i'm not good with money or exactly. you're the one that pays the bills i don't pay the bills i just make the money you know and it's like there's always i don't it's one really odd subject that i mean if we're gonna talk about kids like we have to talk about, we both have to want to have kids, right? Or we're not having kids. It doesn't work that way. But with money, we don't do these things because it's, it, it, so we need to break down that wall. And I think what we were talking about would take away a lot of the angst between whoever's on the lower side of that power struggle of, I'm not the one who's good with money. You're the one who's good with money. Or if both people are not good with money, right? Exactly. And, and it's perfectly okay to have those divisions regarding money. You know, part of what we've learned when we underwent this journey together was, okay, you're gonna handle certain responsibilities with money. I'm gonna handle certain responsibilities with money. It doesn't mean that everything needs to be shared. 
but it means that the vision has to be the same. The goal has to be the same yes. so that our efforts are complementing one another, not conflicting with one another. Yeah. And you can't get to the goal and have the conversation unless you speak the language, right? Exactly. You need the vocabulary. Yeah. You need to know the concepts. That's why actually, you know, in our book, the, the cash machine, unlike a lot of financial things out there where they really focus on just a few different concepts, we actually try to give a ton. We, we believe in giving people kind of hundreds of different financial lessons. We're not really able to have a novel that has hundreds of different areas it covers and go in depth with each one and give you a full roadmap with each one. A lot of what we're looking to do is give people just a, an overall kind of like a map. We want you to know about the different places where you can go and dig. We say it's like a treasure map. You know, this is buried here. This is, that's buried over there. And, you know, some of you might want to dig under the real estate area and say, okay, we want to go deeper. And then you can go read real estate books. You can go listen to real estate blogs, whatever it happens to, happens to be. Some might not want to, might want to go towards index funds, whatever it happens to be. We want you to know the different concepts out there, trusting that once you are exposed to these ideas, you can find the ones that appeal to you and go deeper there. So just get the vocabulary, get the broad education. So you know the different topics, the different aspects of money that you need to cover. And then you can figure out, okay, you're going to handle this one. I'm going to handle that one. Neither of us is going to go into this one. We feel like that's too complex for us. We don't want to go down that avenue. And you can figure everything out. But if you don't even know that they're there, you're really going to struggle. Yeah. What a great point, man. I want to say thank you so much, Dave. I will, uh, I will suggest that as a starting point and what an actionable take could be is that if you can head to, um, excuse me, uh, if you can head over to uh, your website, you're allowed, you can download, you guys have put this book out um, for free out to people so that they can go out and, and start these conversations and to read these books, but reading it together, um, you can head to buildmycashmachine.com and there's a free download there for you to build, uh, bring the book in and, and start that journey and, and start to have these conversations to make a commitment. We're going to read 10 pages each every other day. And talk about it because once you've got the vision, the goal, and the language, the execution is actually pretty the easiest part. And I think what most people start off with is they start with execution without knowing the language or the goal. Exactly. You know, and so uh, I, I want to say thank you, man, for coming on Money Talkers with me today. We'll put some links in the show note. Head to buildmycashmachine.com. And, uh, and thank you, Dave. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, Cody. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin. If you found this episode helpful in your pursuit of financial dominance, it really helps if you make sure to leave a five-star rating and share it with your friends or family members who could use good financial information and entrepreneurial success tips. I invite you to join the Money Talkers community Facebook group. Open Facebook and search for Money Talkers to join today. Follow us on Instagram at the Money Talkers for inspirational mindset posts, encouragement, and investing tips. And remember, the one thing you can do to change your kid's financial future is to start talking about money with them because you are a money talker.